0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Attachments podcast. My name is Jessica Silva, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an attachment coach helping adults end their unhealthy dating patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. Attachment Theory gives us insight into how we currently experience love through understanding our earlier attachment dynamics. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories and insights on different aspects of attachment so that you can better understand how this manifests in your own life. My only request is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode on how each attachment style navigates the five stages of a relationship. So before we dive into this fascinating topic, I wanted to share that today is a very special day as we hit a huge milestone by reaching over 100,000 followers on Instagram. And I couldn't be more thrilled that so many of you are keen on understanding your attachment style wanting to break those generational patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. So I am so proud of you for doing this courageous work. It is not easy, but it is so worth it. And thank you so much for making this happen, you know, for sharing this knowledge with others, sharing these accounts with others. And if you don't already follow me on Instagram, um, I share plenty of information and tips on there. So definitely find me at the Jessica De Silva. So today I wanted to focus again on helping you understand just how your specific attachment style can move through the different stages of a relationship. Um, What I found is that this information often gives people hope that they can indeed progress and move through certain challenges that arise in any given relationship. I've also found that this information Um, brings them comfort. It brings people comfort knowing that it's normal for all relationships to change and evolve as time goes by. The five stages I will be speaking of comes from Susan Campbell's work, Susan Campbell has her doctorate in psychology. She has worked with countless couples, has done extensive research, and has several books discussing these five stages of a relationship that she has observed um, in her many years of practice. Maybe you've heard of her specific stages or these stages described in a different way, but regardless, it's important to note that it's absolutely normal that all couples experience these shifts, okay? What Susan doesn't talk about are how the attachment styles experience these stages, and this is where I will be adding my own personal and clinical input. Um, Lastly, I would like to mention that in order for couples to successfully move through these stages, both people within the relationship must genuinely try to heal and grow. As you may know, it takes a conscious and consistent effort to embody our secure self. Also, keep in mind that how we experience these stages may differ from others due to, um, you know, our unique placement on the attachment style spectrum, as well as other factors unrelated to attachment. It's also important to note that these stages are not linear. Susan explains them as more like a spiral. And the goal is to apply the wisdom of each stage as you continue to grow together and move through life's challenges. And please be mindful. Of your safety and well-being first and foremost. I know we all have different limitations and tolerance for certain behaviors and what we will and won't accept in relationships. But make sure to listen to your body and just take care of yourself. Please prioritize your self-care and and yourself first and foremost. For, first and foremost. Um, so, what are these five relationship stages? The first stage is the romance stage, okay? So this is the initial stage of a relationship when things feel um, exciting and passionate and ideal. It's that honeymoon period. The second stage is the power struggle stage when couples start to grapple with differences and conflicts as they navigate the realities of their relationship, right? So this is where the rose-colored glasses are removed and we see each other for who we truly are. The third stage is the stability stage, characterized by a sense of relief and comfort. The fourth stage is the commitment stage, where you surrender to the reality that you and your partner are human and have shortcomings. And the fifth stage is the bliss stage, where there is evolvement beyond the boundaries of your relationship. So generally speaking, secure attachments tend to move through these stages with more ease. However, insecure attachment styles such as anxious, dismissive avoidant, and fearful avoidant tend to have more difficulties. And this is mostly because of their insecurities, lack of relationship skills, and uh, maladaptive coping mechanisms, which, by the way, are all things I work with you on in my one-on-one attachment coaching program. So you can learn more via the link in my show notes if you're interested. All right, so let's dive into, we always start with anxious attachment. (laughs) So let's start with anxious attachments and how they experience these five stages. And then we'll move on to the other insecure attachment styles. So in the romance stage, anxious attachments tend to um, experience intense attraction and infatuation. There's a lot of idealization, right? So focusing on the partner's uh, partner's positive qualities and overlooking potential red flags. Um, there's a high need for emotional and physical closeness um, as it kind of provides us the sense of reassurance. They tend to seek frequent contact and communication. Um, they experience intense joy when together and anxiety when partner is not available. Um, they tend to overanalyze partner's words and actions, kind of picking picking these things apart and kind of giving it meaning. Often it's not always correct um, and only leads to more anxiety, uh, adapts to partner's needs. They tend to behave very impulsively and they tend to rush the pace of the relationship. In the power struggle stage, There is increased anxiety, uh, fears, rejection, and abandonment with conflicts or disagreements. They require excessive validation, that partner still loves them and is committed. Uh, They're highly sensitive to changes in their partner's behavior, mood, or communication. They feel a strong need to resolve conflicts immediately and may struggle with unresolved issues or misunderstandings. They focus on what the relationship is lacking, um, uses control and manipulation tactics to meet their needs. Uh, They often try to change their partner. They often feel very resentful and lonely and disconnected. In the stability stage, um, there's just better understanding of each other's feelings and needs. Um, they create realistic expectations for the relationship. There's effort in accepting each other's differences. There's better communication. Um, they work on you know mutual respect. There's healthy balance between independence and togetherness. Um, you know, there's they're able to self-soothe and co-regulate when necessary. And there's mutual effort to work on the relationship. In the commitment stage, generally speaking, in the commitment stage, um, you know, with anxious attachment styles specifically, they tend to fully accept um, each other's shortcomings rather than try to fix or, or change the other person. Um, they make the conscious effort to choose each other despite knowing that, you know, you don't need them. There is peace. There is balance. There is freedom within the relationship. So really generally during the commitment stage for any attachment style, there's just more acceptance for who you are, for your unique relationship needs. You start to see the person for who they are, for the unique person they are, and their unique relationship needs. So there's general, generally just more acceptance um, for yourself and others, which tends to just naturally bring a lot of peace within the relationship because you're not fighting against anymore there's not a lot of resistance anymore there's just acceptance and peace right in the bliss stage um there is for anxious attachments and generally speaking for all the attachment styles new and realistic meaning of love Okay. There's a strong, secure base. There's a desire to give back to society in some way, right? Because there is such a strong base between you and your partner, you're able to put your energy outside of your relationship um, and give back in that way. Usually there's engagement in collaborative projects um, and there's just a lot of wisdom to be shared. Okay. So moving on to dismissive avoidance in the romance stage. Um, they tend to maintain a certain level of detachment. They tend to focus on meeting their own needs and maintaining autonomy. They prefer to maintain personal space and boundaries. Uh, they're emotionally reserved. <laughs> they express love and affection in a more practical manner rather than through, you know grand rom- uh, romantic gestures or these declarations. Um, they tend to be cautious about showing vulnerability. Uh, they tend to keep things fun and light, right? They feel very safe in these stage in this specific stage because there's not a lot of there's not a level of commitment there, right? Um, they may be slow to introduce their partner to friends and family. They move at a slow pace. They take their time with progressing the relationship um, and they may keep relationship status unclear and vague. In the power struggle stage, they often feel threatened by behaviors that compromise their freedom and independence. This is why anxious and avoidance tend to really go through that pull push-pull uh, dynamic. They tend to withdraw from conflicts. They avoid expressing their feelings or needs. Um, Becomes more rigid with their boundaries, they require more alone time to recharge, they engage in logical problem solving over emotional connection, is often deactivated or mentally checked out of the relationship, uh, fears being consumed by the relationship and creates distancing strategies, Dismissive, dismissive partners attempts for connection, They often feel constrained, misunderstood, and like a disappointment. In the stability stage, if they can get past that power struggle stage, they um, continue to value their independence, right? It's a very innate part of who they are. It's, 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 It's a need that they have. They continue to value their independence, however they try to be more inclusive. They make an effort to be receptive to partner's feelings and needs. They seek to understand their own thoughts and feelings and emotions. They are more flexible with their boundaries, um, the safer that that they feel within their relationship. Um, Though challenging, they practice being more vulnerable about what they're experiencing. They appreciate the respect for individual preferences um, in this specific stage. They are more curious and open to learning ways to improve the relationship. They may not express emotions as openly, but they communicate clearly and honestly, and they are willing to engage in conflict resolution and work through relationship issues. In the commitment stage, they are reliably present and show up for the relationship, even if they struggle with emotional expressions. They actively engage in the relationship. They participate in shared activities and invest time and effort to maintain the connection. They create shared goals and plans for the future, indicating that they do envision long-term commitment. They make the conscious choice to choose their partner despite previous feelings of ambivalence or doubt. They follow through on their commitments and promises. They are more attuned to their partner's needs. They value the security and predictability this stage offers. In the bliss stage, the final stage, They right generally speaking, with all attachment styles, there is new meaning. uh, There's a new meaning of love and relationship for them. They view intimacy as safe. There's a better understanding of themselves and others. They're connected to their feelings and needs, right? So they can better express that to others and and understand themselves on a deeper level. Um, They may engage in collaborative projects with their partners. They really, really enjoy the peace that this stage offers because remember, avoidance really Really do not like conflict, um, and there's a lot of wisdom to be shared in this stage as well. Okay, so as f- uh, for fearful avoidance, in the romance stage, fearful avoidance tend to experience intense mixed emotions. Um, They tend to have a strong and often immediate attraction to the person that they're interested in, um, connects deeply and intensely. Uh, There's a desire for closeness while simultaneously engaging in distancing strategies. They may experience moments of intense passion and then moments of doubt and insecurity Uh, There's a strong fear of rejection in this specific stage. They may struggle with the idea of being vulnerable and exposing themselves emotionally. They tend to overanalyze words and actions. Um, They tend to maintain a cool and collected persona. Um, They can be really fun and impulsive and daring in this stage. Often fearful avoidance are seen as like these risk takers, Um, often tests their partner's boundaries and they can fluctuate between idealizing and devaluing their partner, right? So they um, see their partner in this really, really wonderful light, but then they can quickly kind of dismiss them and or dismiss relationships in general, kind of just devaluing relationships or devaluing their partner. In the power struggle stage, they experience an intense um, intensification of their attachment related fears during this stage. So a lot of their insecurities start to surface, right? As for any insecure attachment style in the power struggle stage, they seek frequent reassurance, wanting confirmation of their partner's commitment to alleviate their anxiety. Um, They experience internal conflicts and emotional uh, turmoil, desiring connection, but you know, simultaneously not trusting it. Changes in partner's words and actions trigger strong emotional reactions. Uh, They fear losing their independence and sense of self. They uh, engulf, love it. (laughs) They engage in impulsive behaviors. They may rush the pace of the relationship or threaten to break it off. They are eager to meet their emotional needs while, you know, insensitive to their their partner's needs. Uh, They see their partner as the enemy and is often very highly defensive because of that. They can be very controlling and manipulative. Um, They may require a a lot of space and they see differences or conflicts as a means for separation. Okay. And the stability stage, if they can get past that power struggle stage, they tend to experience emotional stability. As they feel more reassured by their partner's commitment. They have insight into their sabotaging behaviors and they try to correct them. They begin to trust that their partner is committed to the relationship and is there for them, given, you know, overcoming all of those challenges together. um, That tends to be, you know, good enough evidence that the partner is committed and really loves them and, and wants to be there for them. They can better communicate their feelings and needs. They can better understand their partners. Feelings and needs, um, they begin to see their partner as an ally and not an enemy. They can better understand and manage their triggers and emotional reactions. They feel safer within the relationship as trust is cultivated, um, and they're also open to seeking support. Okay, in the commitment stage, they make a conscious effort to choose their partner despite their ambivalence. So this is really big, guys. They, it's it's a conscious choice. To choose your partner, knowing that there's different options, knowing that there's different possibilities out there. You're making the choice to commit to your partner. Okay. Um, they also accept their complexities and can better manage their emotional fluctuations, accepts their partner's differences and no longer considers them a threat. They find freedom and a sense of self within their relationship. Right. So it's not like you have to be by yourself to to have the fr- to have your freedom and, independ- and independence and meet that need. You can find freedom and independence within your relationship, which is a very beautiful experience. Um They value their relationship, uh, feels confident in communicating feelings and needs. There's this mutual respect that's developed. They can more easily give and receive love, enjoys the stability of this stage, um, though it may feel uncomfortable at times due to its unfamiliarity. Uh, And there's this increased confidence in transcending their limitations. In the bliss stage, the final stage, Generally speaking, with all the attachment styles, there is that new meaning of love and relationship. Um, They view intimacy as safe. There's better understanding of themselves and others. They are connected to their feelings and needs. They may engage in collaborative projects, um, feel safe to invest energy outside of the relationship due to the secure base. Um, They enjoy the peace of this stage Uh, There's self-trust and self-knowing, and there is sharing of wisdom. Okay, so as you can see, there is hope, you guys. Um, I've seen firsthand couples with insecure attachment styles move through these stages successfully. I myself have experienced these transitions in my personal life. What I can say is that it's not easy. Right, it's not a perfect process, it can feel really messy and disorganized. But if you make a conscious and consistent effort to learn about yourself, understand how you operate, um, apply healthy relationship skills, learn to cope in healthy ways, you will feel much more equipped to move through these stages with more grace and ease if that's what you choose. Right, if that's what you choose, but again. Both people have to be committed and supportive of each other throughout this process. Um, And I know this was a lot of information. So to make your life easier, I created individual posts of each breakdown on my Instagram page. So definitely... Take a screenshot of it if you want to spend more time, you know, just assessing these stages. And you can find me at the Jessica Da Silva. And if you're interested in breaking your attachment patterns and learning healthier ways of experiencing love, like I said, you can learn more about my one-on-one coaching program um, where we work together uh, privately in my show notes, or you can visit coaching.com. All right. Thank you for listening and sending you all the love. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please write it or leave a comment. Hearing your feedback just motivates me to create more content for you guys. I appreciate you so much and I will catch you on the next episode.